No. You'll always be a part of me. I'm part of you. Indefinitely. Boy. Don't you know you can't escape me? Oh, darling. Cause you'll always be my baby. And we'll linger on! Oh, God. Time can't erase a feeling this strong. No way. You're never gonna shake me. Cause you'll always be my baby. <laughs> Continue podcast episode 100. Uh, that shit is gonna be inaudible on the actual production. <laughs> the spikes are gonna make it unlistenable. Welcome back, everybody. We're so happy to see all of you. This is the 100th episode of a podcast that is ostensibly about video games. Uh, my name is Anthony John Agnello, and uh, four years ago, uh, two people were like, do you guys want to keep torturing human beings together? <laughs> and we decided to do it. We just decided to do it. heard of the Milgram experiment? What if we just did that? What if it never ended? What if we just did it forever? And here we are. Uh, yeah. Uh, with me are my two co-hosts. Uh, we have Susan Arndt. Hello, Susan. I just want to remind everybody, it sounds disrespectful. <laughs> it comes from a place of love always comes from a place of love uh which is how which is how we ended up playing the greatest game for the <laughs> super nintendo entertainment system here uh on our 100th episode we're playing blizzard entertainment uh, twist, blackthorn uh, twisted tale of spike mcfang no <laughs> oh that's, good. that's a good point you have 300 dollars to drop on a super nintendo cart that's right uh the, the name of that fellow dropping the deep cut titles is our very own staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. They put Cookie Clicker on Steam. They did what? Oh, it's over. They put Cookie Clicker on Steam. They're going to make a lot of they money. Got, it's $5. <laughs> They're going to make a lot of money. United States dollars on a game that is free in a browser, but they oh, got the guy who makes the music for Minecraft. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wow. It's so dumb. Every There are like 500 achievements in the browser version of the game. Every single one is a Steam achievement. I love it. <laughs> love it. So that's running on my computer right now. Uh, guys, all right. I'm, so the Steam I'm, metrics are getting skewed. I already don't remember how to play Blackthorn. It's been too long. I'm going to try and talk to these hun hunky guys who are chained up. This is a thing boys. about this. Is, yeah, there's a thing about Blackthorn where you find hunky boys tied up everywhere, and the problem is, is that I can talk to them or I can accidentally kill them, and I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> What's here. the button? All find right, out up, now. <laughs> up. <laughs> Text one two nine for Anthony to kill the prisoners. Oh, so. What you do is present yourself for some oral pleasure. Yes. And that's how you talk. That's how you speak to them. This is, We keep nope. returning to the OnlyFans version of Continue <laughs> today. It's really unfortunate. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> You're going to see it in a second. Oh, I, no. I yeah. did, genuinely did not mean to. <laughs> <laughs> didn't... 
That's oh, you even had, like the behind the shoulder too, so it like looked really cool. All right. It was like so kind of cool. Like, uh, that well, this is how this is how my Blackthorn obsession started. Honestly, uh, here's a little continue podcast lore for everybody. Okay. Yet, like, like I, I often tell people uh, about the Blackthorn love, uh, much to Susan's chagrin. Um, the Blackthorn love started because I was on vacation with my father. We were staying at a hotel that had one of those Super Nintendo controllers yeah. like plugged into the TV. Oh yeah. You yeah. paid like $10 for an hour of Super Mario World. Right. And so uh, there was nothing to do and my dad had to like go to a conference and so I was in this oh. room by myself and he was like get a movie. I was like f that. Super Nintendo $10. <laughs> Here we go. And the only games they had were Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball and Blackthorn. Wow. <laughs> you know, the the hot the hot action. <laughs> this is what all the kids are playing. What every kid loves. And uh, as you can see, it's pretty easy to not figure out the controls. <laughs> and so I, I shot a guy and immediately felt horrible about it. That was it's like, like what, what if Prince of Persia looked like a Molly Hatchet cover? <laughs> Like that. Why? All right, I can only. Oh, there we go. I got him. I got a guy, guys. Um. All right. So yes, today's episode is coming to you live. We decided to do this. I mean, a long time ago, we were like, yeah, we want to do a lot of like live versions of the show, and then we all stopped being professional games journalists at the same time. Uh, and it became very difficult to find times for the three of us to actually stream together. And uh, astute and longtime listeners of the show will remember that not only did we have the podcast, we used to do this three times a week. Which, when I think about that, like the time we put into streaming is crazy. <laughs> it's it makes my soul tired. No, 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 no. What's crazy? is that people higher than us on the orc chart were like, I don't see why you should be spending time streaming. I what know! Does what does that do for the brand? <laughs> what? Okay. Sure. Whatever you say, guys. And, like, the thing is, is it, it was often two of us or all three of us, and we almost always had a developer on and we had some of, like, the most ridiculous developers that you possibly could have. Uh, we had on the creator of Star Wars Masters of Tereskazi. That that was an amazing moment. That was a, that was such a victory. It was, it was for, great! For cheese. It, it was! <laughs> it was a legitimately great show. That guy was fascinating. Uh, oh man, I keep forgetting how to actually fire a shotgun. <laughs> it's, it's not going great. <laughs> um, why do you keep firing behind you? Why do you keep firing behind you? Because I keep forgetting that the B button is shoot. Alright, I'm going to be able to do it. Um, Remember when we had uh, Don Bluth? Dude, yeah! Show? We had Don that Bluth! <sighs> Holy shit. Like, <laughs> coming on our dumb video game show. We had... Talk about movies and... Space Ace. Remember, you remember when we had Kane Hodder on? Kane Hodder. Kane yes. Hodder playing playing the NES version of uh, Friday the 13th. Begrudgingly. 
<laughs> very, very he was, begrudging. He was a lovely, lovely yes. person. He was a very nice man. He was a very and, nice man. Uh, uh, the guy, what's oh, I'm blanking on his name. The guy who played, uh, who plays uh, the hitman, Agent Forty Seven. Oh, that's right. We had Agent Forty Seven on. I forgot about that. He was so funny. He was super I was funny. Not there for that. We had Agent Forty Seven. Sure yeah, did. and we played. It was right after IO's, uh, like the PS4 hitman came out and he was hilarious it was like not long after the election in 2016 and he oh got boy. he got salty fast it was awesome nice. <laughs> he was just like we were talking about the game and then the thing is is there was a square enix pr handler on with us and they were like, we're just going to be on here in the background. Don't worry about it. Just conduct the interview like you want to. And within <laughs> 20 minutes, he was going on this like, Trump's a fucking nightmare, isn't he? And we're like, yes! <laughs> this is good entertainment. This is this show's thesis. Uh... Oh, man. There was also the time... It was the week... We had that early version of Halo 5. And we got on the like brand manager of halo for microsoft game studios whose name i now can't remember that's driving me insane and that was another moment where they had pr handlers on and they just it <laughs> we're live there's nothing you could do <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that when when they had the uh like the quote about cortana yes that went around that was when i i I got him. I was like, level with me, man. Why is Cortana's ass just hanging out? And he not only went on the record, but at length about being like, yeah, you know, Cortana's meant to be a titillated character. And you could hear the Microsoft yeah. handlers being like, no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, we're woke now. You can't talk like this. Shut your and mouth. Bones just shatter from tension. <laughs> So this is oh no, Blackthorn got shot in the stomach and died. <laughs> oh, oh no! That's, uh, oh oh my god! This oh, is such an old game. It has lives. Look at look at this look at this game over screen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That is really gruesome. I was just like an eleven-year-old playing this by myself in a hotel room. That's un inappropriate. That explains a lot. It yeah. does explain a lot. Uh, this is this is a fun part of the uh halo story is a couple of years ago when i did a a big feature on halo 2 for the ringer was very good by the way thank you very, very much good. uh that halo feature for the ringer <laughs> required the participation of a lot of people still with microsoft game studios and from its history and when i contacted them to organize it i found out that still uh, I am referred to as the person who conducted the interview by the, <laughs> by the team. I was like, guys, come on. It's been like four years. I got him to talk about her butt. It's not a problem. We all. It's only been four years. I mean, like, how. Like, there have been so many Halo games uh, since then. No, there haven't been any, and now Cortana wears pants. Cortana has pants in Halo Infinite. What I'm saying is, I'm why Cortana has pants. Well, uh, 100%. 100%. 1,000%. One, one uh, That's the thing. All you can do is ask the question. Yeah. 
he chose to answer them. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, like you get a question like that. That's when you have to go in like media training mode. Yeah, well, you know, because that's the we we just want to make sure that we have the best experience for our players, and uh, and then you just trail off into a string of nouns and verbs until they ask the next question. <laughs> that's uh, all you gotta do. Did you guys? Did either of you think that we would make it to a hundred episodes? Legitimate yeah. question. No, 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 not at all. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like hanging out with you. Well, that's so. <laughs> that's the thing. Here eventually, I I thought we would keep making something. I didn't think. I mean, well, that's the the reality is is I think all three of us weren't really expecting people to like subscribe to the Patreon. Even. Well, that's like, what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, did I did I did I think that the three of us would continue staying in touch or whatever? Well, of course, oh, of course, probably, right? But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, the whole paying for thing? No. no. Never in a million years did I think people would do that. God, no. Uh, oh, I found a... Blackthorn just found a monster energy drink. Um, nice. How do I... There we go. All right. I refilled my triangles, guys. What is the Norman Reedus button that makes it spray it everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> how do you make Blackthorn eat bugs, as in Hideo Kojima's vision? <laughs> Did you see his friggin' tweet? No. <laughs> what? What is what is what? what? Oh, just like his dumbass tweet talking about. He's like, I, I was talking to Matt, to Mads Mickelson the other day about an idea for a game that I had, and I told him the title, and he looked at me very seriously. Or and he looked at me like uh, like laughing, like asking if I was serious, and I said it was. The name of the game is called Mads Max. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I love him so much. Hideo Kojima oh, very well might just, just be a fourteen-year-old like boy. Visionary. The dude is just like taking the piss constantly. That is true. That is true. I okay. I gotta stop. All right. Here's the problem. Okay. The jump button and the shoot forward button are the same thing. Nope. <laughs> this game Wait, is what? amazing. <laughs> How? But... All right. So if the gun is holstered. Oh, you can only jump, jump if the gun is holstered. There we go. I think. I finally oh. figured it out. Yeah, I know is, what I'm that, doing. Now. That era of like European style platformers with like incredibly intricate animation, but also the worst controls yes. ever <laughs> in the world. So look at this. This giant elephant, this guy, this reject from the Phantom Menace up here. <laughs> he can whip these hunky, hunky guys, but it doesn't really hurt them. Yet, they get one little shotgun blast to the head, and all of a sudden, they're dead. <laughs> Suck it up. What do you say, hunky guy? Power to the Androthy! Take this bomb! Thank you, friend. And then you're gonna use it on him. Blackthorn, I wear my sunglasses at night. Are they- wait, are they in a mo- what is this place? <laughs> they're, uh... They're in they're in the leftover stages from Alien Three for Genesis. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, yep. That tracks. All right. I is this? Did I do it? I did it. I made a bridge, guys. Right, but like, what are they doing? You know, they're uh, being chained up. They're taking right. naps. Yeah. They're taking. Yeah. They're using a late. They're shooting a moss with a laser. Mm -hmm. Like, are mm -hmm. they harvesting moss? Can are I they know? making Let's the moss? Oh, they're oh. You know what they're doing? They're uh, 
making this stuff for Oddworld. <laughs> they're okay. just making. They're making Oddworld the game. <laughs> this is this is good Oddworld prequel. This is always how Lauren Lanning did it. <laughs> he just put him in a mine with his elephant every, man. Every time, every time I wrote Lauren Lanning's name, it was not Lauren Lanning ever. It was Lauren Lanning, comma the man with the best hair in video game development, comma. And the, the, because it, he does. Yeah, it was very luxurious. It was very yeah. luxurious. Uh, did anybody we, hear we play? We have a hair off between him and Jim uh, John Romero. Oh, John Romero oh, wins Romero, every time. Romero's legit. Romero he's got a he, he's got a very good hair. You can't compete. He's with got Romero. a that's doing it live. I can't take that. He's got a very good hair. That's what I said. <laughs> Do another take. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm making some progress here, guys. I haven't died nice. in like ten minutes. I'm really cooking now. Um. So actually, we we are like gonna talk about the things that we've been doing, like we always do on the show. Oh no! <laughs> I threw a bomb at this innocent man's face. Well, I told you you were gonna do that. I didn't mean to do it. I just thought it would go to the door. My expectations in this game are very modern. Yeah, I was gonna say. It went to the next thing you could possibly have a collision with. Yeah, I know. It was not. I didn't. I didn't really think it through. Yeah. Um, no. I was starting to say I was starting to have an elegant transition, and then I bombed a man <laughs> in the face. Uh, we are going to talk about games that we've been playing, and I thought a good place to start today is you guys are both in MMO Town. Dave yeah. is tucked into Final Fantasy XIV, and Susan, you you joined him. Uh, it, you're you're ESOing it pretty hard. How's that going? I. I am, well, I have to say, uh, it would it would not be a pleasant experience were it not for me emulating Dave. I played it so a couple of years back. I played it for like an entire summer and enjoyed it, but felt overwhelmed because it's an MMO and there's like eight million different things you can do, and I was trying to do all of them mm. instead of just oh this sounds fun I'll do that. And actually, I figured out the, the very specific thing I need to not do is, okay, so you can you can be whatever kind of character you want, but then there's also crafts you can do if you want to make armor or make weapons or whatever, right? Well, two of them, the two that I naturally as a human gravitate towards are alchemy and cooking, but you constantly have to be picking up ingredients and components and all that. So every time I went anywhere, I was like, oh, is that blueberries? <laughs> can I use the bread for something? Right? And it's just, and now I'm not doing that, so I can ignore all of that. I don't have to search everything in every environment, because I know, like, oh, yeah, that's going to have some kind of food in it, and I don't care. And it's so liberating. It's so liberating to just do what I feel like doing. And so, yeah, so I play it uh, every night after work. I play for like an hour or two. I just noodle around and do a few quests. And I don't worry about joining a guild. And I don't worry about this, the, the big, huge dungeons that you got to do with a big party. Well, mm. don't care. Don't care. Do you, when you play regular old Elder Scrolls, yes. do you play it in that same sort of like 
almost like compulsive i have to do everything way oh oh no 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 when i play elder scrolls i create a character with a full backstory and Mm. personality and then i do what that character would do Mm. that's interesting yeah so like if they wouldn't uh be an assassin then i don't go anywhere near any of the assassin stuff if they wouldn't be uh, uh in the fighters guild don't do any of that um but why like so why is eso different though doesn't eso feel like regular elder scrolls i, I thought that was like one of the things that it kind of excelled at was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. really for sure for sure yeah it does it does it is very much like elder scrolls but in choosing like you can ignore like half of everything like you just do what you feel like doing there's it's quests based on location so like i'm in vardenfell right now which is where morrowind takes place Mm. so i'm just doing that stuff and when i do all the stuff there that i want to do i'll move on to some other location and i'll do the quest there that i feel like doing do you when you play mmos do you find yourself role-playing at all in the same way Wait a second, this guy just said Curse Sarlacc? What? As in, like, the Sarlacc? As in, like, the, the no, thing that... This, this, this oh, Sarlacc no. has has one set of A's. <laughs> the actual Sarlacc has... It's a double A. Oh, forgive Thank me. You, Anthony. Sorry. Sorry for getting the spelling of the, the denizens of the Pit of Carcoon wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. I'm with Dave on this one. How did you not know that? I'm I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> uh, let's here's here's my excuse, guys. The power of myth. That's okay. <laughs> my my excuse is the power of myth. That's all the, I got, dude. He couldn't even say Gungans right. You're the fine. Gun, the Gungans. The Gungas. The Gungas. I I'm sorry, Susan. I interrupted you as you were talking about your your, oh, your MMO think. approach. Well, was I saying something? You were saying you were saying you were talking about the the fact that like when you play an MMO, you're not really inhabiting a um, a persona. You're not really role playing. Oh, I am. You I are. Totally am. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not as. But the thing is, like, in in a regular Elder Scrolls, you've got a it, it's so it's much more contained. It's mm. like the main story, and then and then it's. You can be a fighter, go to the Fighters Guild, go to the Mages Guild, go to the... Sure. Whereas this is just bigger. It's that, but times ten. So I'm still just, you know, I'm I'm doing the things and following the quest lines that my character would do. Like, that, it constantly wants to go do this gladiator thing. And I'm like, no, uh. I don't want to do that. <laughs> nope. So I'm not gonna... That's a hard no. Yeah. I, do you roleplay with like with the chat and everything too? Like if you do end up in dungeons, like do you play along that way or are you pretty First of all, first of all <laughs> I don't end up in dungeons. Second of all, let me tell you about the one thing I hate about ESO. Every time you log in, it automatically logs you into area chat. Oh, that and sucks. It sucks. And let it, now, I don't know if other MMOs are like this, but what what happens? So okay, so there's this area in uh, in in Vardenfell, the Vex City, and that's where like 
it's where the bank is. It's where uh, all the crafting stations are. It's a good, it's like the hub where you do all your things until, and then you go out into the world, right? And so I don't know if other MMOs are like this, but what people do is they just stand there and broadcast music. What? So like, <laughs> yes. So I, I'll be like, do do do. I'm gonna go over and do some enchanting so I can enchant this sword. And it's like, why? I don't know. So I don't know. Final Fantasy XIV has something like that. They don't allow like voice chat in the area chat. Like there is like a text chat. <clears throat> But one of the skills that the bard learns is the ability to play music. And so you can actually, like, sit... There will be bards who just kind of stand in front of, like, the hubs in these towns and will just play tunes for people. That's kind of like, cool. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah I like that's that. cool. Is, like, I do not need to be listening to, to Wu-Tang when, you know... I mean, unless sounds, you like, can join, bad, like, like, the Wu-Tang clan... As in ESO. See, that would be amazing. That would like if so, would be yeah. the Wu Tang Free Company. You can either <laughs> join the Thieves Guild or become a vampire, or be trained at the foot of Inspector Deck. <laughs> be fucking killer, guys! I think I might have gotten myself into a. Oh no! <laughs> Getting whipped. Getting whipped a lot. Um, I'm gonna level with you guys. I don't think I could beat anything anymore. I think I threw my bombs accidentally. Oh no! And now Just I'm gonna. No, he, he you can only kill Phantom Menace reject with a bomb. Oh. Yeah, he's just gonna keep whipping me in my sweet well, abs. That's that's unfortunate. All right, all right. I'm gonna Steve leave the room. Bumbus, that's his name. No, it's not. No, it's just what I'm naming. That's, that's his Phantom Menace name. It's Stiv Bumbus. Stiv Bumbus. I love it. Alright, I am so dead. I have, a, I have a question for you guys. What is your favorite running gag of Continue Podcast? Oh my god. Uh, Power of Myth is up there. <laughs> yeah, any George yeah, Lucas. Think of it. Yeah. I mean, like, like, George Lucas voice and Power of Myth like, it's never not fun to do, like, so I was thinking, um, you know, what's missing in a lot of movies is overt racism. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, what if I could offend not just Star Wars fans, but everyone? And, like, that's, that's always, <laughs> that is always fun. That is never not fun. And that's, like, that like that and like Werner Herzog voice is also yeah, uh, yeah. Werner Herzog yeah. Werner Herzog yeah always yeah, yeah, yeah. most specifically as the dog of Wolfenstein <laughs> yes yeah you have to be you have to be playing Wolfenstein and being like who is the good boy <laughs> Mr. Blaskovich is it you is it me my brain replaced into this steel jar all right. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, uh, I'm going to, I never thought this would happen on oh continue podcast. Um, Blackthorn's terrible. This is terrible. Game. <gasps> <laughs> continue exclusive. <laughs> I'm laying it out there. 
amazing. I'm, so, I'm gonna say it. I, I, I'm just gonna go on the record and just fully break, break the character and admit that I he, like this yeah, I game say, because of nostalgia. Broken. Yeah, I, I, this is, this is, I love this for nostalgia. This game is very unfair. <laughs> this is also one of my favorite running gags. Is the Blackthorn gag? Blackthorn. Is is Blackthorn? Yeah, yeah, Blackthorn is. I honestly can't remember how that started. Like what we were talking about. And then I insisted that we only talk about like it must have been. Oh no, you know. See, this is this is why. This, look at this. Punk Rock Bob in chat saying it's almost as bad as when you admitted you'd never played Shenmue. That was. I thought you guys were gonna hang I, up on me. I had, dude. <laughs> I thought you guys were gonna just say that it we felt, can't. It felt like a betrayal in in a lot of ways. Yeah. Susan, what is yours? What is your favorite running continue gag? Oh, um... Nintendo Caterpillar, maybe? <laughs> Wait, what's Nintendo Caterpillar? Oh, you don't remember Nintendo Caterpillar? In fairness, Nintendo Caterpillar's kind of old school at this point. Because that's yeah. definitely... That's definitely from... Games Radar. That's Games Radar era. But yeah. we were we were talking about what could possibly drive Nintendo's business decisions. And what we settled on was that in the basement of Nintendo headquarters <laughs> was like a, a it, it it appears like the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. Like there's like a like opium smoking <laughs> massive caterpillar that's just like I hear them, and I know that they want a Metroid sequel, but <laughs> put out another Tomodachi life. <laughs> that Metroid sequel was a multiplayer game. Yes, wonderful, oh. perfect. Give me a Wii U exclusive of Star Fox. <laughs> And it will give you neck pain to just try to play it at all. Ha ha ha! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo Caterpillar is a wonderful, wonderful deep cut. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. that's a good one. Uh, one of the God, one of the first streams we ever did cemented one of the longest running gags we ever did was Giant Scorpion. Oh my God, Giant Scorpion for Resident Evil Zero. Yeah, I love Giant Scorpion. Entire backstory for Giant Scorpion. He was an out of work actor mm -hmm. uh, from from Jersey. Like was yeah, yeah, like Giant Scorpion sounds like a trucker, where he's just like, ah, you know, I'm gonna get that sand card, baby, one of these days. What? <laughs> Craft services. I'll tell you, the sandwiches are. But yeah. Yeah. We we were just happy like the idea is anytime you fight a giant scorpion you're happy he's getting the work. Like yes. Like <laughs> he's getting back out the there. Hardest working guy in showbiz. Nobody works harder than giant scorpion. All right, I'm trying to get in Yoshi's Island here. Oh, okay, okay. I'm trying I'm trying to get it Are in. You having analog issues? Analog. This is a real Super Nintendo. What am I oh, gonna? Wow. What am I gonna do this? What am I gonna do this like a professional? I don't. What are you? Are you running this through anything? Or are you just doing like? <laughs> so we, here we have. You you have a Frame Meister, right? Yeah. There's there we're okay. we're streaming from a Frame Meister. 
that is connected to a Model 2 Super Nintendo um, that is being very temperamental right now. <gasps> oh, no. It's being very temperamental. The, the stream is blown fine. The, blown the cart. All right, you guys want some real, real-time real cart-blowing audio? There we go. Here, hold on. Now we're going to turn this back into the ASMR show. I'm going to do it right into my mic. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god, toast in the chat. Not a running gag yet, but German Rayman. German Rayman <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> Gotta admit, German Rayman is pretty fantastic. There's an order to these things! I do not have arms, I do not have legs, but I will have order in my home! He has a process. <laughs> we want cleanliness, we want a rigid structure. Gaming is not for your entertainment or edification. It is to enforce your will upon the world. He's getting angry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guys, I don't think Yoshi Island is going to work. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the jank stream. There we are go. There, if there are any requests... I Do you have a 95% bottle of isopropyl alcohol? I gotta wash the pins. Cotton swabs. Here we go. This one might work. I, I think it's gonna be really funny if the only Super Nintendo game that would function properly was Blackthorn. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so on brand. That would be very, very on brand. Uh... If there is anybody in the chat that is actually interested in... I was just joking about this being like a total request live. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody wants us to throw on a specific game, please uh, please speak up. I threw on Magic Sword because I always throw on Magic Sword. And that Remember is another... Remember we of, played Magic Sword with Magic Sword? I was just going to say, one of that my... That was a very bizarre interview. <laughs> Susan, did you ever watch that? Because I, you weren't on with us. No, I don't know what that is. All right. So, Ma Magic Sword is a uh, like a synthwave band based out of Boise, Idaho. They had some. <laughs> they had a song on uh, Hotline Miami too, and they had a new album that was coming out. And uh, yeah, they just reached out to us. It was like, hey, like yeah, you like your music? Like let, let let's chat. I was like, yeah, let's talk with Anthony. And we got them on the stream. But the thing is, their shtick. Is that they are there? It's kind of like Kiss, where they all have personas, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. thing is that they wear these like fencing masks with LEDs, and they are keepers of the magic sword. These like celestial galactic beings that find uh, a secret like warrior who is destined to that they are supposed to bequeath them to the magic sword. And all of their music is like very like cinematic sounding. Like each one is like a concept album. Um, so we interviewed the guy, like the head guy of the band, the, but he shows up with the mask on. Yeah, of course he does. He won't. He won't break character. Her. He will not and break character. Not, we talked about John Carpenter movies. <laughs> 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 this guy. While while we played this game, Magic Sword, and I, like this was definitely during that period where. Like, Games Radar not only wasn't listening to us, that, like, look, this is. You need to pay attention to how people actually engage with video game outlets now. Like, this is the kind of 
thing that it seems like it's gimmicky, but it's the kind of thing that people will talk about and follow, which we, we were right. <laughs> they, they did <laughs> like and follow that. But we were really deep into that period, Susan, where you as managing editor were basically just having to like run defense for me weekly and can i say for the record thank you so much (laughs) for like just like like constantly like going to bat not just like for me but like everyone we worked with because you you understood and you many people will decide that there's a, a point of diminishing returns with trying to argue with management and your approach to managing a team was just like nope fuck that <laughs> this is the right call like it was it was very it was very um i please don't take this like in like i i'm not being glib it, it was, seems disrespectful no <laughs> It was very Sorkinian. Like it was, it was very sports nighty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, like my people Susan know what they're her, doing. Her monologues that she gives. Yes. As the music swells, she's like, "Look what we did today!" And then Snuffy Walden starts playing. <laughs> and, and but then instead of it being like legislation, it flashes to me and Dave playing Magic Sword with the band <laughs> Magic Sword. <laughs> Yeah, Whoops. I, uh, it's it's funny. Uh, so, uh, Mike Rougeau, friend of the show, Mike Rougeau, uh, Rogue Cheddar on Twitter. Uh, today was his last day at GameSpot, and he tweeted the truest, truest thread oh, yeah, of no, what it's like. He's cl- his next job is clearly not in the industry, because he, clearly. Yeah, he went yeah. in on Did he light it up? Yeah. And... And what was happening when we were at Games Radar was before then, yes, game journalism was a mean and terrible place, sure. but good work still mattered. Yes, it did. Because good work led to clicks, led to fans, led to ad revenue. And Games Radar was the the transition from that to the current model which is it's all seo driven right nobody cares if you have the same reader two days in a row they just want to move e-commerce and 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 all that yeah so uh yeah so i was fighting for like no we can do both things if we do them well (laughs) then we'll just make more money and they were like yeah little american girl (laughs) what are you doing well, it also didn't help that the people responsible for making us the money couldn't do that. Yeah, there was that. There was also that. Yeah, yeah. That I, was... you guys, you guys have seen the film Mystery Men, right? You guys yes. have seen Mystery Men. Yes. You know uh, the junkyard where uh, where Ben Stiller works, mm-hmm. where he's like Mister, like you know, he's like constantly talking about how angry he is, and then they go to the junkyard, and there's like the lady who runs the junkyard and she just keeps yelling at him junk it just junk it i don't care junk it <laughs> that was what it was like when we had to talk to like the brand managers yeah <laughs> radar above us. yeah no but we they did not 
understand what uh, they just didn't get us at all. They didn't no, get games. No. They didn't, yeah. <sighs> complete, complete disinterest. Complete disinterest. Yeah. Which I mean, like honestly, it's it's how, and like I, I'm, I, if anybody listening is just like enough with the fucking inside baseball talk about video games. I mean, the <laughs> the, the existence Which, of fair, fair yeah. yes, the existence yeah. of uh, continue. I mean, came directly out of our frustration with that. You know, like we. Yeah. Susan, you and I had been podcasting and streaming together for years at that point. And then, Dave, you and I started working together as soon as I started at Games Radar in 2015. And I mean, if you guys remember, they forced us to stop podcasting at one point. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They were like, "You're yeah, you can't like do that. And we're like, that's... That's it, dumb. It's 2016, sir. A, a video game website <laughs> without a podcast? But wait a minute. But what you're not telling is why they made us stop. Because, you know, don't you think you could be using that hour a week for something more profitable? Right. Yeah. Don't you think that you could be updating everything we know about fi the, yeah. the article, everything we know about Final Fantasy 17, a game that doesn't exist? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. But then my thought was like, why wouldn't they just put ads on this podcast? That well, mm -hmm. and, and and it didn't. It like, didn't matter. It didn't matter didn't how even, many. They didn't even do that. Yeah. Like and, it. Yeah. And then and then we were like, okay, tell you what, then we'll we'll record it after hour. Right. On our own time. On our own time. <laughs> and they were still like, mm, nah. Yeah. No. Don't do that. That yeah, I I mean that was the the argument we had to make for the stream too. It was like, yeah. look, we're we're yeah. already doing this primarily on our own time. Like at, by the end, we were doing the shows very late, and it was like, yeah, well, we will do it after hours. Uh, I mean, there are so many times where developers we had on, um, oh God, what was his name, Robin. The, the mist guy, Robin. Oh, right, 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 right. Not right, right, or right. not. Um, Thank you. Yes, yes. And he came on to talk about their their super weird adventure game that was also available in VR a few years back. And he was like, "Why are we doing it at eight o'clock at night?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, <laughs> because that's the only time I'm allowed to do it anymore." Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am glad that it led to us doing this because yeah. I like doing this. Yes. Um, I do wish that we could do this. Like, I wish I could had just the time to devote more time to like making this bigger and doing yeah. streams during a time of day when people are actually able to watch things. Sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, just the fact that we get to do it at all, I think, is is a gift i mean yeah. it it really it really is i would also love to be able to to oh my mom uh to grow it and put in you know more effort into it but just uh, the fact that we we get to hang out with each other and then we get to hang out with with and this is not just sucking up to the people <laughs> the money, but i i genuinely enjoy being able to drop into the discord every day and like we have running gags there too right. and it's just it's just cool i it, this is not blowing smoke and it's not hyperbole uh i would not have gotten through 
the pandemic if it was not oh my God. for doing the show like i like you know people people have talked about like their need for you know like human connection and like i have very good friends that i talk to every week and then i have you guys and if i didn't have that i would have lost my fucking mind i would have yeah. lost my fucking mind um you know the last time i it's funny i just realized no i have streamed since uh the whole escapist fiasco uh i streamed one time and it was when we were doing this show and it was march or april it was like two it was weeks like into when the pandemic. all of this was oh yeah kicking up and like we we were like let's play animal crossing together and susan like you you ended up just being like nope can't can't like yeah just can't yeah. right now yeah and that was right that was right when i lost my job yes yes and dave and i did it and like i don't know i i think that there are times when we could get pretty raw and honest on this show like about our our interior lives i think yeah. that's part of i think it's part of why i love doing it so much with the both of you and i i think it's why people enjoy it at all um but that episode i almost feel like it got it got too real <laughs> Uh, I think at one point Dave and I were just like screaming, just like, like not even a bit. It's like actual screaming, <laughs> real terror. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, children. Yes. Yes. Uh, game topic. I I didn't ask either of you how deep into spoilers you want to go. My assumption is very little but can we talk about psychonauts too speaking of like raw and real and uh things that help us get through stuff because yeah. that game is that game's well good that game's fucking good dude <laughs> yeah i'm i'm i have not had the time to put in well i've i say this i have not had the time i've been playing like, final right. fantasy 14 yeah so i have not had the time to play it that much but i have I've gotten. I just got the power that lets you connect ideas. Oh, cool! All right. Which is yeah. like, God, even just this early, just like they're like, oh, what if we take like a normal traversal power, but also like work it into the story and level design and have all of these things connect? Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's. So this is this doesn't really spoil anything, Dave. But if you expand the tech tree to that, so you will find very infrequently, actually, in the game, you'll see like the little like floating thoughts, but they'll be like grayed out and you can't mm -hmm. link to them. And so you have to upgrade the mental connection skill to a point where you can actually handle dark thoughts. Oh. <laughs> which is fucking brilliant holy shit <laughs> yeah uh susan you when last we were texting about it you had said and again we're we're it's very difficult to talk about this game at all without spoiling things yeah but you yeah. had said uh in as non-spoiler way as possible that you had just gotten past the bowling alley yeah. or um have you progressed any further from there 
I have not because, so uh, as I think everybody knows, uh, my husband and I have two TVs set up in our living room so we can play games together, like not play games in the same room, not we don't actually play games together. Sure. And so, and mine is sort of tilted so that he can just glance over and see what I'm doing. And I don't, I don't want to play Psychonauts uh, and spoil any of it sure. for him. So I'm waiting for him to, yeah. So I, I have not made any progress since then. Um, so I, all I, okay. <laughs> I am, get very annoyed by super-saturated rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, Nintendo worship annoys me. It, it all just annoys me. And, I, and, and there's a lot of that with Psychonauts. I, like, I can't fucking stand it when like, people get on Twitter and they start talking about how fucking awesome like, Blackthorn was. I'm like, get <laughs> fucking over it. Right? I mean, like, it's not, and it's not just Psychonauts, though. It's like, it, I mean, you yeah. know, it's all, like, Tim Schafer's oh, like, general yeah. catalog. Yes. Like, all the LucasArts adventure games. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, like... It's like, a, uh, a little cultish. It's a little cultish. And, like, I, I feel like, you know, it's... It's one of the reasons that I, I think that people end up having an adverse reaction to things that are associated with like hipsterdom in games. Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, there's there is a preciousness that surrounds Grim mm-hmm. Fandango and Double yes. and, uh, Brutal Legend and uh, and Psychonauts, and it, it sort of obscures yeah. the fact that like the, the, it was and remains like a very good game that had deep flaws and, oh, and well and like you can see the development hell yes in every you know inch of that game and yeah. the fact that it's yeah. as good I, as it was i think in spite of that is like cool yeah yeah 100 it, it it was it had such in wildly creative mm. ideas it was so different and and not weird for weird's sake mm-hmm. just just really really inspired and broken like the controls <laughs> are bad like the whole mia's whole level is garbage it's yeah. just not good and and so i while i understand why people were looking forward to psychonauts 2 like what what was the uh, broken age yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Broken Age. Oh my God, Broken Age. Oh yeah. Okay, the game's not that good. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's not. So that's what I was very much expecting Psychonauts 2 to be. Was, look, I'm sorry, Psychonauts was lightning in a bottle. You're gonna try and do it again. It's gonna be this like limp thing that people are gonna say is amazing because they want it to be. Totally. Because they want to feel like it's 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 the it's their. They wanted like Shenmue the- three. Yeah, Basically. yeah, yeah, and it actually is that damn good. It is legitimately that inspired, mm-hmm. that creative, that well tuned, that well considered, and that much 
of an evolution yeah. of the first game. It's not just doing the first game again with shinier graphics and greater controls. It is an actual evolution of the thought processes behind it. Yes. And um, I'm I'm gobsmacked. And Nintendo didn't make it. <laughs> like, it's a platformer that like is good that Nintendo didn't make. Like like nobody makes games like these anymore. No, and unless like, you're like. Oh, a weird indie studio or your Nintendo. The fact that it has all of the polish that, like, Ratchet and Clank did on PlayStation mm. 5. Like, a game that had more money than God behind it. And it's so much more complex in its execution and and thought. And, the, like... Like you were saying, Susan, like it's it's not just the literal evolution of the gameplay, it's the way that gameplay is woven in at every level to the themes of psychology and emotional development that are inherent to the, the game itself. Like I this isn't a spoiler, but like if you have any reservations saying to yourself, Oh man, I hope they don't I hope it doesn't turn into a, an, an endgame situation like did with the first game, where right. you know you have an amazing game for three levels, a game that feels like it's held together with duct tape for three levels, and then something that is barely powering on. It's so broken by the end. This just this delivers up to the very last second of the credits, and then even beyond that, it's. It, I can't believe it exists. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's it's so the gameplay is not something like like Dave said, like you see outside Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And the the subject matter is so meaningful, mm. but not ponderous. Yeah, you know, it's not like. This game is about emotion. <laughs> it's not doing that. It's, it's, you know. All right, all right guys, it's, please it's, don't kill me when I say this. They're not Anna Pernering it. They're not. No, like, yeah. so one of my one of my friends had a Twitter thread is who he, like he just tweeted a thing about like oh boy like another Earthbound like by an indie studio that's uh. actually about depression. <laughs> like, <laughs> womp womp. There, yeah. There's no. It is so unprecious yeah. in every way. Um, Susan, I, I, you know, we we also talked about this in the past week. I think it's, I think it's an amazing testament to the thing you created that Take This was able to participate in it, and that it's that it's up there. Like I, yeah, you know, I, I'm not. Again, much much as I wasn't blowing smoke at our fans, I'm not blowing smoke at you. Like this game wouldn't exist in the way it does if you hadn't done that that's i think i think that's pretty thank fucking you. cool thank you yeah i am uh i, I it, it the, the top of, of take this is a is a, a a difficult one for me for a number of reasons but i am immensely proud of what it's done for our community what it's done to help people open up about the fact that you have emotions right <laughs> and sometimes you're not okay about that sometimes like, it you blows. know <laughs> sometimes it kind of sucks 
and uh, it's just that makes me very very gratified mm. because you know when we uh, started it back in 2012 there's no way in hell this game would have existed no 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 no, no way no so yeah can we get a cover shooter make it a little brown more brown you know give Raz a gun yeah get, why doesn't Raz have a gun that's my real question how are we gonna put yeah, DLC it, in this? Oh, can I get a Project Ten Dollar? <laughs> what the fuck? What's the shot? Oh my god! Project Ten Dollar. <laughs> Good old Riccatello. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, man, it's it's it's. I twenty twenty one has not been great. <laughs> Just like many generally. ways, generally yeah. speaking. But you can't, you cannot say it, it has, against all odds, uh, continued the tradition of one years having the best fucking games in the entire world. 20, uh, 2011 was amazing. 2001 was amazing. 1991 was amazing. It's, it, it, I don't know what it is. There's something about those years that always bears out. I've had kick-ass stuff this year. What have uh, we had this this is the thing. I this is why I need to write stuff down because I'm I just forget things. Mm. My brain is so full of other things. It's there are too many it things. Gets out. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've had we've had we've had Psychonauts too. Yeah. We've had Returnal. Yeah. Which you know Returnal's return. Man, the fact that we've had Returnal and Psychonauts two in the same year. Uh, both games that deal with like the complexity of uh, depression in very interesting, interesting ways beyond just. Mm -hmm. And now, here's a pixel platformer. <laughs> That's with, sad. It's got a piano soundtrack. Did you know it has a piano soundtrack? It rains a lot. It rains a lot in this pixel platform. We've used the rain as a mechanic to tell the story of. Like the sad dog. <laughs> but it's the dog the dog is really your brother. It's all a metaphor. <laughs> it's all a metaphor. You, you were twins. So, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. There is an interview with the director of Twelve Minutes where he talks about um, like uh, like his influences like Chanwick Park movies and like uh, what's his name? Mike the guy who directed funny games, Michael Hanky Hinky uh, I don't know. Anyway, but like just talking about these like um, like very subversive artists and subversive films, and it's like, okay, yeah, I, you know what, I get that. I get that. That's what he was going for. But it it reminds me of what I said, where it like it felt like a college film student trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you got to earn it. You got to earn it. Like, old boy, old boy earned it. It had that sick yeah. fight scene with the, the hallway and then and then he eats a live octopus. It's cool. <laughs> and then it goes to fucked up places. You can't just have, can't just jump to the fucked up you places. You can't just yeah. have Willem Dafoe be Willem Dafoe. I mean, you can just have I mean, Willem Dafoe be Willem Dafoe, but then you're making Boondock Saints. That's yeah. <laughs> that movie is That's not good. He's great. Uh, 
Arclight is asking, what game is this? Because it isn't Blackthorn. No, Anthony uh, sucks at Blackthorn. I do suck at Blackthorn. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the twist ever nobody saw coming. <laughs> I, I must it. admit, I did, I did not anticipate that. Look, I was very good at Blackthorn 25 years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Magic Sword. This, yeah, this is Magic Sword. I'm actually, I'm as you can see, I'm I'm tearing Magic Sword up. I'm, I'm, yeah, there you are. Uh, well, th this is this is another little uh, inside baseball uh, peek behind the curtain of Continue Podcast. When I was in high school, and this is going to sound very strange to younger members of our crowd, but Dave and Susan will remember this period of history. When you're in high school in the '80s and '90s, you spend a lot of time on the telephone. Uh, yeah. Yes. An inordinate amount of time on the telephone. Indeed. T typically talking to people who either can't bring themselves to tell you they're interested in you, you can't bring yourself yeah. to tell them that you're interested in them, or you're consoling people who are can't figure out how to tell yes. another person that uh, that you know they're interested in them that's yeah that's, this, this all tracks this yeah. is what phones are for and like when i say you spend a lot of time on the phone i mean like it is 8 p.m you're getting on the phone you're staying on a telephone call not text messaging until at least one that is what what you're doing yep. um my go-to the relationship phone call, consoling, doing it myself, anything, all of those phone calls in high school were conducted while playing Magic Sword. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that I could just blast through Magic Sword, <laughs> be like, all right, here's this, here's this shortcut, here's where you get Lizard Man, all right, we got Lizard Man, Claire, Flea doesn't like you, Flea is not into you, Claire, Claire. Claire. Move you don't on. Need him. <laughs> Honey, you don't need him. Claire, I love you. Uh-huh. Yeah, but no. But Heather, what if somebody did like you? What what would you say to them, Heather? Damn it, I lost Lizard Man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Did you got did you guys have like phone video games when you were kids? Were there, like games that you would play while you were on the phone with people? No, because uh the video games were hooked up in the family room. Oh, there you go. And so that's where everybody else was, and right. I didn't want to be talking in front of them, obviously. Of so, course, of course. Now. Yeah, I, I I was lucky because the Super Nintendo was like the console that nobody like Gabe didn't like. My brother didn't want to play. <laughs> Super, oh, okay. Super Nintendo's out, so we had it's a for nerds. It's for nerds. We had a. You can't play NHLPA '94 on that shit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I it got to be hooked up to a 22 inch, 22 inch little cathode ray TV in the back. Nice. Pretty nice. pretty tight. Is there anything else going on in the chat? Unfortunately, my hacked together uh, streaming setup has not made it so that I can easily see what people are saying. But no, we're uh, no, they're just uh, they're, they're just, just enjoying in, our oh, witty some, repartee. The ambiance. Someone did say, "What if they? What if they had uh, four, uh, 40 Swiss cheese?" Says, "What if they had Jack Tude Psychonauts too?" <laughs> no. Which is an oh. Awful thought. oh God, Raz with a soul I patch. Raz, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> As is now 25. Mm-hmm. Disillusions. Oh yeah. It's, I will uh, say, like, like it, like it does. Speaking of being older now and disillusioned, like it's clear that time has passed between the making of the games. Like he's trying to do the same voice, but man, like, oh, Raz kind of sounds. He's got like a pack a day habit now. But that's everybody. Like it's not just right. Raz. It's uh, like, yeah, Mia and Sasha, like both. You know, twenty years of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will say, like, the 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 joy of seeing those characters again is, like, I wasn't even ready for how I was going to feel when Ford Cruller comes back. Like, I didn't, yeah. I wasn't prepared for that level of emotion that emerged. Like, I felt like I was playing a David Cage game. It was so strong. The... <laughs> the emotions. <laughs> the human emotions I was emotions, feeling. Emotions. Why isn't that guy in jail yet? I... <laughs> <laughs> things, things that you can say when you're no longer a video game journalist. <laughs> I can still be objective. Why isn't David Cage in jail? <laughs> Why isn't David Cage in jail? Feeling the emotions of his celly. Just, yeah, just feeling the emotions of the workout hour. Uh, <laughs> it has given me a great idea for a video game. I, no, I'm not finishing that, Sam. It's going to be very bad. It's going to be very bad, Savory. One of, the, one of the things I think was so smart about Psychonauts 2 is that it recognizes the emotional attachment to those characters and to that setting and to all of that but doesn't rely on it and like sasha and mia are there mm -hmm. and and you you do have to interact with them and, and they do stuff for you but it's not about them yes you know dr lobato is is there but it's not about him <laughs> it's a, it's about this this other situation and these other characters and i think that's a real uh, that's a very mature decision yes and and it's also it's not just about these characters but um not to bring up star wars again <laughs> but uh you you guys know that like i'm i'm a big defender of the force awakens and part of the thing that i oh, i we were so young then we were so innocent in 2015 people uh, are thirsty no sorry <laughs> that, uh, that's a deep cut that is a fucking deep cut uh, they want to fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't you remember when you were interviewed for uh, Phantom Phantom Menace? Oh yeah. No, yeah. Th that's yeah. oh my god. That's the deepest cut. I thought you were talking about the day where we were just talking about how much Ray uh, and uh, uh, Kylo Ren wanted to fuck, yeah. and like that was like half oh, yeah, an yeah. episode of Continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They told they wanted a fuck. Yeah, P that's I found man, dude, I found that VHS tape not that long ago of me on oh the news God. talking about oh. to, like ranting about giving sodas to people. These people are thirsty, we waited a long time for this. Wearing a fucking homemade reboot patch on my shirt. <laughs> fucking oh asshole fucking weeb asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I do not know how to rip VHS to digital. Like, I don't have that in my home, but I will do everything in my power to make sure that you guys could see that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy. <laughs> Punk Rock Bob says Mace Window is his favorite story. Oh, Mace Window. This party's over. Ah, oh, God. I wish I could have found that person to just hug them and congratulate them on making the world a better place. Mace Window? That oh, was... the, Mace, the Mace Window cutout <laughs> in the window of the door. Was it a dorm? It was a, yeah, no, it was an apartment building <laughs> near my dorm. They, yeah, they had a they had a, a stand up of Mace Windu, and it said Mace Windu, and it was there up until the week that Episode Two came out, and then the week after Episode Two came out, the sign had changed to "This party's over." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that person is oh a fucking genius. That's what they are. Um. I, I loved... Uh, oh, yeah, all right. So, Force Awakens. I did have a point, I swear. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes, it's, so hard, it's okay. hard to tell sometimes. Force Awakens. Um, I loved... like I think the thing that makes Force Awakens so good is that... You know, you watch the original Star Wars, and the original Star Wars is like, ah, the old man and the old people coming out to right wrongs. And Force Awakens is the old people come back, and they're like, yeah, we fucked up everything. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We fucked up everything. Because life is fucking complicated. Like, y you don't... It's not as simple as we blew up the thing. And I love, like, people make fun of that line that uh, Han Solo has, like, that it's, you know, demonstrating how shallow the storytelling is that Han Solo would be like, ah, oh, there's got to be a way to blow it up. That they can blow it up is, is proving that, like, them blowing it up is not the point of the story. It's not the yeah. point of the story. The yeah. point of the story is exploring how the attempt to be like, we're the good guys, and we blow things up, and it's all great, doesn't fucking work, and life's more complicated than that. And Psychonauts yeah. 2 is one of the best stories I've ever seen about that. About, yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah, like... I, oh man, that's that's also not spoilery. Like you know, I uh, to say that it it sort of is about the psychonauts as an institution. That's yeah. a, it's okay that you just ruin that it ends with a Death Star trench run. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really sorry. So shot for shot recreation of the end of A New Hope. So it's it's fucking awesome. So what happens is there's an evil version of the lungfish that comes out, and then Raz says, "I'm all the psychonauts." <laughs> That's it. That's it's, oh. it. All works out. Um, Dave, there is something else. So we talked about ESO. We talked about Psychonauts too. There was something else you had mentioned. Death's Door. Death's Door. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've been playing that. Which what is, is like, it? It's like. So in my head, like the first thing that I can say to describe it is that it's a cozy Souls-like. But the fact that I use the phrase so Souls-like, <laughs> like hurts me, which we'll get into. Like in the email that we're, like when we were planning this, I was like, it, like every time I think about how I want to describe this game, I think about you from a couple episodes ago talking about how Dark Souls has like destroyed a generation of games criticism. <laughs> yes. Um, and development. So, it's 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 well, infected yeah. everything. <laughs> um 
Which, like, I mean, hey, testament to that game and, like, what it did. Yeah. Uh, it was important. But, so, it's it's made by Acid Nerve, which is a small team that made Titan Souls, which I don't know if you played. Uh, Devolver published game a couple years back where you're, like, one guy against these giant bosses and all you have is a single bow and arrow. Uh, it's really, really freaking hard. Yeah, you have you have oh, a bow and you have a single arrow. It's an indie game. It's like a pixely yeah. indie game. I remember that. Th- yeah, now. that one. Yeah, this one is 3D. It's also published by Devolver, and it's like another, it's like another step in them like evolving this concept of like, what if we made like a more intimate Souls type game, uh, but made it a little bit more accessible, a little different, a little leaner. Um, so you play as a little burb, your little burb, little little crow on his first day of work, reaping souls for this like bureaucratic soul reaping company. Oh my! Uh, kind of like like what if the power company uh, from Monsters Inc. like instead of getting screams, like you got souls. Hmm. Uh, so you go into a door. And it teleports you to this foresty area, and it like teaches the controls. You can dash, or, like you can like do a dodge roll. You can attack. You have a special power, which is like originally uh, first. It's just like a bow and arrow, and then you get to fight the boss. And you, it's this like big plant thing, and you learn its patterns, and you beat it. And then this giant old crow sneaks up behind you, knocks you out, and steals the soul right as you're about to reap it. And then they're like, okay, so you were supposed to get that. You need to go find it. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, we, it's unaccounted for. Like, I have paper, I have mountains of paperwork here. You need to go find it. So your little bird guy goes into this larger world. And as you're exploring, you find out that this old crow has found this door. It's called Death's Door. And he's trying to use these souls, these very large souls that he finds, to open the door and find out what's on the other side. Turns out the soul uh, that was supposed to be yours is now in the door on the other side. Sorry, bud, you gotta open the door and go get it back. Oh no! Sorry, oh. you gotta do. Yeah. So you go on this little burb adventure, uh, running around, killing enemies, and uh, fighting bosses. And it's like it. it and this is the part where it breaks down for me because I like you want to say it's a Souls like, but but it's really not. Like it's a lot more like a Zelda game that just has like a single interconnected dungeon as opposed to like an overworld and smaller dungeons in it. So it's an isometric view. You're like looking above. Uh, camera scheme similar to Land Soccer, if that reference tracks you basically rather than having like up down left right like zelda dave nobody like, on this show knows what 90s <laughs> games are all right right nobody um <laughs> uh, so you're you're running around and th- the whole point of the game is that you're trying to find these three like large souls these elder souls basically I the elder souls <laughs> do they call them elder souls i feel like that's another game called elder souls and like again like breaking my brain completely uh, so you need to find these three bosses, get their souls, and um, and uh, open the door. Uh, what makes this game really compelling to me is the way that the game is just constantly shuffling you through its areas and then giving you shortcuts. Uh, so oh, that like, is yeah, like you souls. start out, yeah you start out in this graveyard. 
and you're running around and you're like, okay, well, I need to get over here. So you have to take the long way around, but you'll see a gate with a switch on the other side. You're like, oh, well, how do I get over there? Eventually you'll get over there. You'll open the gate. So now if you die, you have a quick way to get back to where you were. Uh, doing that is very satisfying. It's it's never not satisfying. It feels like you're just like slowly pulling this thread of the game until everything's like untangled and you finally have this uh, straight path through. Um, I call it cozy because the stakes are a lot lower. Like if you die, you don't lose any of the souls that you collect. So like each enemy that you That's fight, awesome. gives you I'm now ninety percent more interested. <laughs> yeah, each each enemy that you kill gives you like one, like a couple of experience points. Not a lot. Uh, and as you explore the world and like poke around and try to find secret areas uh, and stuff, sometimes you'll find. Uh, Crystals that will, if you collect four, will increase your health or magic. Sometimes you'll find these little orbs that give you a, like a hundred souls, which then when you go back through the doors, uh, you can go back to your little workplace and the guy at the desk is like, hey, give me the souls you find and I can upgrade you. You can upgrade your strength and your magic and your speed, blah, 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 blah. Get new weapons as you explore. It's It's got like, it's got a nice hook to it. But like, I don't know. Like, yes, it is soulsy in a way but then again isn't any game like i could say soul blazer is a souls <laughs> game uh, like it feels like that too I, I, where I, you're I, like i mean like just the idea of having a a dungeon as you explore and then you unlock a thing that gives you a shortcut so if you die you have an easier path to get through like don't you think that's more just like the, like the language has changed in your brain like, like that that type of game has existed for such a very long time yeah. and that like now unfortunately because of you know the the reality of the last 10 years uh you think of it as souls like like yeah. it's it's almost in the same way this is going to sound like a very old fashioned sentence but the the perspective that things were mario or doom like Oh right! It, oh, every yeah, every yeah, shooter was right. a Doom. Every shooter was a Doom game. Every you know, like Doom butt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Doom butt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like pe- like people would play like Hexen and be like, "Oh, it's a Doom like." Like, I mean, it, it, they have the same engine, but they're very different games. <laughs> <laughs> very. You don't even have a gun. I mean, yeah, you had a magic. Well, and it's very clearly trying to do different things. Like this, right. like Death's Door is not obtuse in the way that Souls games are. Like it's not hiding ninety percent of its story and item descriptions. Like there are characters that you can talk to, and mm. like the story itself is kind of lean, but it's a little goofy. And like, uh, there's a, I met a character. His name is Pothead. Guess what? He's got a pot where his head should be. <laughs> and uh, the the woman that uh, one of the bosses you're trying to fight is this the, this large witch woman who likes pots her whole house is full of pots and as you break them they reform uh and yeah she turned his head into a pot and then you kill her and then he's like well i guess my head stuck this way (laughs) so like it's just it's it's it is like a a different game you know like it's clearly like inspired by the language of that stuff but like then again you know souls is just what if we made computer RPGs for the PlayStation sure. and then just did that a lot. 
Can I, can I ask you guys a related question that just popped in my head listening to you describe it that way, Dave? Do you guys think that Elden Ring is the moment that the worm finally turns and people, like, public sentiment turns against no, from no, software? No, it's too, too, too big to fail. Do you really think so? Do you think it's too big to fail? 100%. 100%, 100% I think that. Why, yeah. why do you think that is my question? Like... Because I, I I no longer have the belief in too big to fail that I used to. Like Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let me just ask you this. When was the la- what was the last brand new from scratch Souls game? Or Souls esque? Uh Sekiro. Sekiro. So that was twenty nineteen. There you go. Yeah, good point. Good point. Very good point. Uh, I thought I thought the worm was going to turn with Sekiro. I thought that was going to be the moment that people were like, "Fuck from software, fuck Dark yeah. Souls, not cool anymore." Yeah, like I think the casual, like the casual fans bounced off of it a bit just because it is like really hard. Oh man, that's uh, tough. <laughs> but I don't think that that has diminished people's interest in like what it, like like what they'll do when they go back to like a fantasy setting. Mm. And this also okay. has. Okay. No, just this also has George R. R. Martin's name on it too. So, like that's. Yeah, but like, like has thing. haven't people turned against that guy? Aren't people like anti uh, Game of Thrones now, or is that just the TV show? They're anti the show. They're anti the show. Got I it. think, and I think like it's a meme that he's never going to finish the books, and I think that's oh, where the frustration is. He's never going to finish the books. <laughs> he's he gonna. To. He's definitely that's gonna die. Smart. Right? Yeah. Like. Always him like, Yeah. So, here's the thing. There are, at this point, two types of hardcore Souls fans. One is is the person who just really appreciates incredibly difficult games. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, Thousand and One Spikes, uh, Super Meat Boy, mm. Dark Souls, whatever. That's their jam. They enjoy that. And then there are the folks who it, it is part of their identity that sure. they like souls. So those folks will carry the Elden. That like there there won't be a backlash until they age out. Quite yeah, frankly, yeah, that's that. Yeah, well, well, like, what we were mentioning a, a little bit ago that like it's like. The idea of liking Psychonauts 2, even though it's bad, because you want it to be good and you want yep. to appreciate yep. it, like, yep. that's probably what'll happen. Like, the, and then the person who says, guys, I don't know, it's not, <laughs> it's not, the, and then the internet will devour them like a thousand piranhas. Yeah. Uh, question. Is there, is there a, I mean, it can be a game, it doesn't have to be a game. But is there is there a game that you guys at a younger point in your life or just an earlier point in your life that you did have tied up in your identity where you were like like liking this is part of who I am and mm. uh, and that's no longer the case. Mm. Oh, no longer the case. Yeah, I was like, gonna say Metal Gear, but you know. Oh, that Dave, Dave. That is still the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there are times where 
it feels like no one ever changes, and I that's just not as true as uh, as you think it is, you know. Okay, so for, for me, it's two different things. I being a air quote gamer was my identity for a very long time. Sure, very much. I know everything there is to know. I play everything. I have all the systems. I have an opinion on everything. Mm. I've been like that, the whole thing. That was very, very much a big part of my identity until, ironically, I became a game journalist. Uh, yeah. Um, funny so, how that works. Funny how that works. Yeah. But uh, it's different now because I'm so sorry that I'm about to say this. I have a brand. <laughs> you do. You do. There's no I shame do. in it. Oh, isn't there though? Isn't oh, there? no! Like you know, what you live a part of your life in public. You are an entertainer. Yes. And uh, it's not, um, you know, it's not arrogant to admit that, right? Like it, it's, it's it's just it's true. Weird. It's it, true. But yeah, yeah. Any anybody who doesn't think it's weird has gone too far. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Like anybody yeah. who's just like, I'm a motherfucking star because I gotta be. Like, all right, yeah. let's all have a fresca and calm down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, per, like liking the Persona games is very much part of that brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Uh, Yoshi's Island is probably part of that, right? Like, the, the folks in chat probably know better than I do, quite honestly. Right, like the shit you're into. Yeah. The shit I'm into. Uh, that, that qualifies as being part of my brand. So, yeah, two different things. Yeah, those are definitely different things. Like, I, I definitely, you know, I, I feel like uh, I, I too have a brand. <laughs> And that brand, Ooh. that brand Pop is. Says Finch super fan. Yes. Yeah. Which is very much part of my brand. Uh, my my brand is I don't know talking about Mitch McConnell having his eyes pecked out by birds. <laughs> uh, but like you know like hating hating Breath of the Wild was a bit that like yeah. I wove into my career for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but like that's a different thing and like at the exact same time i viewed i i view like having something like that and then the like like publicly exploring how an opinion like that changes i think is always a really interesting exercise um it it just makes you feel uh i don't know i i like it 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 helps me almost make sure that i am still communicating like a real human being not a character you know what I mean? Right. Like, right, right, the, like yeah. the, the fact that it's like, well, let's, all right, here's a thing that I'm willing to state on the record that is like much lower stakes than like being a politician and then changing your mind, right? It's like, yeah, all right, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I am an <laughs> essayist and an entertainer in this sphere. I can saying state that this. You, saying that you like Breath of the Wild is not going to make like a hundred thousand people die. Exactly. Nobody's yeah. gonna, nobody's gonna die, and nobody's like gonna like try to cancel my family, and uh, you know, um, <laughs> it'd be like you fucking flip flopper, uh, right? But uh, that's a different thing than saying, you know, when I was twenty eight, and 
you know, at the beginning of my freelance career and, uh, you know, getting deeper into my career as a journalist, I was very committed to my identity being like, oh man, I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the intellectual cutting edge of video games. I'm always oh, there. Like, but, yeah, I get, I, yeah. I can be like a thought leader. Uh, <laughs> you can be ch the the chingy of video games. Yeah, exactly. And like the thing is, is I would have stabbed myself in the dick if I had heard myself saying thought leader at that age. But the yeah. thought was there. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah. it, yeah. even though I would have would have like denied it until my grave. Uh, but I just couldn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I, I I find I find that sort of like this desperate need to define the canon and define the discourse so meaningless and wearying. Um, yeah. And like you know, I, I maybe maybe it's just growing up. I would like to believe it's ding, just growing ding, up. Ding, 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 ding. It's growing up. Yeah. Uh, but like, up. like like my dude. You created a life. Uh, yes, yes, I created a life. I created you know, a life. Like, yeah, you create. You created a life. You you have you have been through real some shit. Point, real yeah, like real shit. Like I'm not gonna you know give, tell people the things that you have been through. <laughs> you have been through some very real human stuff, and like when when that happens to you, and hopefully it. It is later in your development as a human because no 18-year-old should be going through stuff like that. You're like, wow, I used to care about that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like it's the it's the like when you're in high school, it's monumentally important mm -hmm. who's going to prom with who. Right. Right. And then when you're 30, it's like, oh, bless your heart. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. None of this matters. You're, you're gonna be here one day, yeah. working forty hours a week, wishing you could do anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like trying to figure out how the hell am I gonna be able to eat when I retire? Like, that. how am I gonna eat when I retire? There's not gonna yeah. be any food left. Come on. That's true. <laughs> let's let's. The, the thing is, is the other part of growing up. Especially, like, in our weird little world that we've carved out our place in. Uh, there are a lot of people that don't. You know? Like, yeah. there are a lot of people that don't. Like, it's not a guarantee that, that yeah. you will. Um, and it's it's weird to realize that, that like, that, you know, you gotta, you gotta want it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... Dave, how about you, man? Was there? I mean, <laughs> Metal Gear. You're uh, never getting over. You're never no, getting over. I Metal think. Gear. <laughs> so I think you and I, very similar spiritually, in that sense. Sure. Uh, just the idea, like games are art, man. They're important, man. <laughs> no, you don't under. These people don't understand, man. And then I was the guy who was like reading about Shenmue, going like, "This is going to be the future of video games." Then seeing like Game Informer give it a six and being like, "They're idiots. They don't understand the genius of Yu Suzuki." <laughs> and then getting older and realizing that maybe they were right. Right. Like, actually, yeah, well, you, know, you said, thing, though. Like, getting in this, like, going, like, oh, I'm playing these games, 
oh no, this is bad. I have to tell people this is bad. They're gonna, oh no. <laughs> the thing is, you were both right. It is genius, but it ain't fun. It ain't fun. And no. that's that's fun. It's fun to realize that too. Like yeah. Well, getting older and realizing that there is nuance in that position. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, that it can be a genius work of art that is hugely influential, but also in, like, unmitigated trash fire at the same time. Yeah, like, let's talk about Seaman for a minute. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I mean, Seaman almost feels like a prank, right? What? Like, it, fe- what? it genuinely feels like... <laughs> What's his name? Yute, uh, Yute Saito. Yute Saito. Yute Saito. Yeah, most of his games feel like pranks. All his games feel like pranks. So like every Yute Saito, I was I played for the very first time about five years ago. I was in a store and they had a twenty dollar complete copy of Odama for oh GameCube. Oh my god! Right. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah, here is, here are 20 American dollars, give me that, I'm gonna do it, Yute Saito, I'm gonna talk to the pinball strategy game. Yeah, oh, this is oh bad. my god. And it's fucking unplayable, like, it is, it is incomprehensibly terrible, and <laughs> there is, there is a time in my life where not only would I have, like, insisted that there was something about it that was great not genius like i still think that there's something remarkable about it but yeah well again it's a pinball game you play with the microphone they packed in a microphone so you could play it (laughs) explain to me how that game gets made but how is he like okay yeah (laughs) here's the thing pinball game okay yeah pinball i'm down with that but you have to yell at it. I... <laughs> and then Hiroshi Yamauchi is like, yes, here's a million dollars. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I don't get it. That, that, to me, I think that there was a time in my life where there was the thing I thought I was supposed to say is smart. And that's what I said I loved. And now, the thing I love the most is the thing that was made, and you look at it like an Odama, and you're like... No one makes this because they thought they were going to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like I, I can say in the same sentence that Asura's Wrath is a bad game. Like, objectively. It's, no. It is a... It is! It is a bad... Like, by the metric of, like, if I were opening Consumer Reports. Okay. Right? Like, and being like, this is a thing that you should pay money for and be entertained by. You'd be like... The seatbelt rating on a... Right. Right. (laughs) Like, right, well, this isn't great. But, like, at a soul level, somebody saw this and was like, well, you gotta fucking make it now that you had that idea. Yeah, but we're gonna lose all of our money. Fucking do it anyway. (laughs) That's genius. Uh, and let me tell you, people listening, uh, other people who made something and they were like, let's just do it. We're not going to make any money in this. The Continue Podcast. Yeah. Bringing it home. Yeah, yep. Which is... is that, was, that was nice. That was some elegant connectivity there, little, sir. Little, tra- little transitioning. Uh, very, very nice. Yeah, we've been doing this for four years, and yeah. uh, 
I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't. I don't. I don't see us stopping anytime soon. Oh no! Uh, absolutely not. No think... way. We are eventually going to have uh, your children on as guests. Oh, that's gonna be so weird. <laughs> once, once they're old enough to know better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear my son talk about Minecraft. Well, I I hope that in like 2030 that our backers will be able to like join us at the Thunderdome. Because Continue Podcast is broadcast from a fucking Mad Max car. <laughs> no, they'll meet us in the metaverse. We'll all have... Oh, no. Oh, we won't have legs. We'll all look like really bad Second Life characters. Yes. Yeah. We're all going to be characters from... Um, oh, God. PlayStation Home. There it is. I remembered it. Yeah. PlayStation Home for Life. Uh, they added they added Will Smith from Bad Boys to Fortnite. I, Kid, kids love Bad Boys, dude. I'm told I, Martin Luther King Jr. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh my God! I was almost about to talk about that publicly, and then I remembered that we were in public. <laughs> Guys, gotta remind me that we're in public sometimes. Um, <laughs> I know it's strange. To wrap your head around, people listen when we say things. Nah. <laughs> One of these days you're going to say something, it'll end up on the f- like front page of Polygon or something, because yeah. like, a random listener will like post this on Twitter, and then it'll go viral. And... Oh, no. I was, I, was about, <laughs> I was about to say something about Roblox before I was like, oh! Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't do that! No. Susan, no oh, comments God. about the metaverse. No. <laughs> That's not allowed. None. Um, Dave. Nice thing about not working in video games. I could say whatever I want. Dave's free to say whatever, man. You can do it. Uh, especially about our backers. Who the who the hell who the hell did this? For who ordered a hundred episodes of this? <laughs> a piping hot plate of one hundred. <laughs> episodes um the happy hour special our patreon <laughs> supporters patreon.com slash continue podcast you can back us give us money helps pay for uh all of this our hosting and gar- the 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 myriad wall scrolls that anthony hangs mm-hmm, up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in his house you guys got me my tenchi uh-huh. muyo wall <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That's right. That's right. I got it. I got them all. I got my my ninja scroll. Uh, Roroni Kenshin. <laughs> I don't. Got a cool I just story. realized, like, I don't know enough about like anime that's made now to talk about things that aren't twenty years old. <laughs> um, I was about to be like Cowboy Bebop. I was like, no, nope, that's old. Too. It's coming back. Okay, but that looks legit. As hell, it looks I'm re- here for it. Yeah, I'm into it. I don't. I have never seen the anime except for that one scene in the convenience store. I'm all over it. Yeah, I'm way. I'm way in. That's gonna be tight. Show looks nice. Uh, Susan, I actually saw you. It was either yesterday or the day before, talking with somebody on Twitter about like some asshole had been like, "This is what a cosplayer could do with a hundred dollars uh, yeah. to look like Faye Valentine," and I'm like, "If that woman moved one inch, yeah. her everything would be 
<laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's... That's the thing about animation, is that you can do whatever the hell you want and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I spoiler... Do you think anime. Cloud really does his hair like that? You think that's a real thing a human can do? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It looks like, dumb in your life. Eon Flux can actually be moving around like that in nope. that getup? No. No. The answer is a, a hard no. Let me tell you about no. Tifa, kids. You think that anybody oh, is doing no. a crop top and then kicking somebody in the air it's not how nipples work son it's just not so i'm sorry <laughs> your your fanfic is wrong um <laughs> yeah printed uh the backers the backers the people i need to say their names say, now. yeah say their names okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. special shout outs to uh toast doom cow adam gauntlet adam condra michael coffee the fancy manatee Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nielsen, Shane Nielsen, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip, 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 uh, Tim Chesson, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. I I know we say it every episode, guys, but thank you. Very. Here's to another hundred. Here's to yeah. one hundred more. Uh. I, I like that, like, I don't know about you guys, I wasn't expecting it to go this way, but I'm glad that this almost turned into, like, a clip show. Like, we actually yeah, 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 let yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, like, we got to do this. It should. Yeah, it should. It's like, yeah. Like, it's, I, the, and it's the kind of clip show that still has, like, an overarching plot that ties everything together. It, yes. Yeah. Damn it. It's awesome. <laughs> we did it. And I'm the cancer man. <laughs> that's not his name. That's that's not. It his was name. originally. Was it? Yeah, that's what they called him. Like even the characters call him Cancer Man. Yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, some folks went, uh, yeah, you can't, uh, you, can't you can't say that. Can't say We're gonna that. get sued <laughs> if you say that. So you're gonna need to call him something else. Thanks. Have you ever, have you guys ever listened to an interview with that guy? Like when he's just a regular person, he's just the warmest, most grandfatherly person in the world, and he's just like, he's he's like, I was just delighted to be part of something that people liked so much. I couldn't believe it. I was supposed to be a bit part. Big you evil son of a bitch. I love it when that happens. When yeah. it's, you know, they were only supposed to be, well, speaking of, Daryl from The Walking Dead was supposed to die. Really? Real fast. No shit. Yep. Wow. Was I never supposed to be a big part of the show. No kidding. That's amazing. I'm but really... He made the ladies horny. Oh, man. I'm and fucking. The rest... And now, yeah, and now you get to use his urine as a grenade. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I can watch him poop all the time. <laughs> oh shit, I can't wait until we have to do uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut. Um, Alright, well, I guess everybody will we'll see you in another 100 episodes, or two weeks. Next two In two weeks, we'll do like a regular episode. There are a lot of games that we are going to be playing and talking about give you a little preview for the the episode in two weeks i'm gonna be talking about that no more heroes 3 i hope you guys are ready for some weeb shit we're gonna talk about suda 51 baby (laughs) i like that i just got done being like i'm done with pretentious bullshit
Let's talk about Suda 51 games. <laughs> Yay! Uh, the final I, chapter I, of the Killogy. For now, two weeks from now. Oh, I'll be talking about that Death Loop hotness. Oh, oh, is that, is that out? It will be by then. Oh man, mm -hmm. that's like mm -hmm. a, a real game. Um, yeah, Dave, what do you what do you got on the horizon? I just got. <laughs> I just got the Ace Attorney Chronicles on sale, so yeah, there that's go. probably what I'll be doing. I don't know. Susan, well, I don't. I need to look at. The, I haven't looked at like a release calendar in forever, so I don't know what's out. Susan, can you tell me something about uh, Deathloop? Is do you have to play? Is Deathloop like single player? Like, can you play it by yeah. yourself? Yeah, it is. You're supposed to play by yourself. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was like there was like an asynchronous multiplayer component. Which is oh. why I've been like yeah. lukewarm on you, it. Okay, the the characters that you're playing are trying to kill each other. Okay, you're playing as each one, so you're seeing uh, it's it's very uh uh what's that Rashomon? Rashomon, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. All right, all right. I I've to fundamentally misunderstood. I gotta stop doing that with arcane games. <laughs> fundamentally misunderstanding fundamentally what trying to do. <laughs> Why is this Prey game a racer? Oh, someone mentioned like there is a synchronous Dark Souls-ish invasion element that can happen. Okay, alright. So I wasn't okay. totally insane. That's, no, 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 no. that's a relief. Alright. Alright, well yeah, <laughs> two weeks, everybody. We'll talk about uh, Japanese uh, beat-em-ups with surreal senses of humor and Deathloop. So it'll be a giant change whatever the hell that i'm yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. susan will be freaking out over an arcade game and uh <laughs> and anthony will be uh freaking out over weird ass japanese bullshit mm -hmm. yes so david is still playing final forever on brand as we could possibly be it's this train never stops never yeah. stopping everyone um yeah. Oh man, fucking Chewbacca died. Damn it! Did you do the uh, the outros? No, I'm names? doing I'm doing the outros right now. Uh, oh, I God. I got distracted by Chewbacca falling in a pit. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Susan, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt, where it's spooky season. It's happening. Oh yeah, it's, it's time to talk about. Horror movies nonstop. Because, <laughs> like, I give up. I was going to say, like, that's, yeah, that's I know. different than any other. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's true. Watch Slasher on Shudder. It's so good. It's really good? It's so nasty. It's, oh, God. Okay, so it's, okay. It's a series. Okay. A, uh, a, a family reunion. It's basically, and then there were none, the show. In okay. that, a whole bunch of people show up at a remote location, they can't leave, and then someone murders them one by one. Tight, tight. But yeah, like, for example, uh, and it, it's it's so gory, it's so nasty, it's so mean-spirited, I love it. <laughs> one of the murders, person falling in a wood chipper. Yes! Yeah, alright, wood chipper, you it's can never go wrong. Him. Yeah, you can never... I I like the best uh the best wood chipper is one that Peter Stormare is involved in, but I'll take any any wood chipper. True, 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 true. true. Uh, 
Dave Roberts, where can people find you? You can uh, find me on Twitter at David Robots and here on Twitch uh, at ContinuePod. ContinuePod. Twitch.tv slash ContinuePod. We have too many names. We have too many Twitch. names. Twitch.tv slash ContinuePodcast. I did stream last week some Psychonauts 2. I'm going to get back into it. Um, figure out what we're going to do. But yeah, just kind of hang out and play some games. Awesome. Uh yeah, you can follow me on the internet at a John Agnello, where I'll occasionally. Uh, <laughs> I only talk about like relevant shit on Twitter, guys. Like, oh yeah, when I stay up until one a.m., have too much wine, and then watch all three Matrix movies, <laughs> and decide like now it's time to get involved in the discourse. Although <laughs> that one, that one was weird because that started with me texting Dave all about the Matrix and then tweeting about the matrix and then they actually talked about the matrix coming back so i was i I did the exact same thing though i was like you know what it's a pandemic and i'm depressed so (laughs) i'm gonna drink and watch all the matrix movies Uh, yeah what is it about that like man it's very satisfying until you get to that place where you've had too much to drink and then you start watching matrix revolutions and you're like i've made a terrible mistake <laughs> oh, it this movie's really, too long. It's really interesting watching them back to back to back. It is. So. It really, it really is. It's why, it's why I think, I like we talk. I keep trying to end the show. I know. I know. <laughs> we Matrix. Stop, we should just stop talking. All right. Really. But Matrix Reloaded. I I said this. I I stand by this. It's the best Matrix movie. I'm not saying it's the best movie, because the original movie is a great movie. The Matrix Reloaded is so clearly what those two women were like. Like we, we want to talk about weird bullshit. <laughs> we want to like tell you about how we read the Tibetan Book of the Dead and Anne Rand this past weekend. And here's our weird philosophy movie. Here's our book report. <laughs> here's our book report. <laughs> Like, and and that one's great at it. And it's, like, the only yeah, game in town, yeah. like, when you could see Lawrence Fishburne started to get, like, a little thick. Yep. <laughs> and he's, like, fighting people with a samurai sword, looking real nice in a vest. I love that movie. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad. But you, yeah. A, a John Agnello, you can, you can follow me. You can follow me there. You'll find me. Um... Eh, I'm not going to plug anything else. I'm done with plugs. Thank you, everybody, so much. I don't know if you got it from listening, but we like doing this. <laughs> I, punk Rock Bob, uh, I think it was Punk... No, 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 it was, uh, it was Adam Condra was uh, retweeted that we were doing this, and he's like, this is the only gaming podcast I listen to anymore. It's the weirdest friend dynamic ever. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i don't know every time somebody's like don't you guys want to like advertise more i'm like eh, no <laughs> i just i think i'll just that's that, when people start demanding things yeah we'll just keep doing it <laughs> yeah i don't know wait a second did han solo just fucking shrug at me fuck you han solo calm down <laughs> jesus what i got you know what I take back everything nice I said about Force Awakens on Solo. All right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. And a hundred more episodes. Goodbye.